Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, Joe. 560 The Joe, Radio Rewind, running back some of the best you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Where you at? It's a Tuesday. Feels like it should be a Thursday or a Friday. Yeah, but Thursday's going to be a good day because the Heat and the Pelicans are going to be playing, and you know I'm going to be enjoying myself. Going to go downstairs, hang out with my neighbors, drink some beers, cheer on the Pelicans, cheer on the Heat. Have some fun. But that's neither here nor there. Well, it's there, not here. Here, we're going to be talking with the Joe Rose Show. They're touching base with Coach Q. The Panthers, they scored another point last night. We'll get into that with him. Greeny talking to my doo-doo, Ryan Clark. We went to school together at LSU about how the Saints could be in the Super Bowl next year. Then Hawk and Crowder on Tua's birthday. Right now, let's get into the headlines. The Heat. Look to go a game above 500 tonight when they play Atlanta at 7.30. Jimmy Butler is questionable with a bad knee. The Panthers dropped two in a row to Carolina last night, losing 3-2 in overtime. Next up, Nashville, Thursday at 8. The Canes basketball team fell to 21st-ranked Virginia, 62-51 last night. Their final game of the regular season is Friday at 6. The Marlins started spring training 2-0 yesterday, defeating the Mets. 2-0. Inter-Miami has announced the full staff for new coach Phil Neville in her Opens MLS play in early April. Defending champ Roger Federer has withdrawn from the upcoming Miami Open due to knee issues. The Open begins March 22nd. The NIT will only invite 16 teams this year and will not be held anywhere but Dallas later this month. The NCAA tournament will have 68 teams and will be held in and around Indianapolis. And now... Let's go ahead and take a step into the day spa. (sighs) Britain's Lottery has teamed with a brewery in an attempt to find a winner who is yet to claim an over $1 million prize before it expires. Pretty sure if you're unaware of having a winning lottery ticket, you're not a beer drinker. Or maybe you're too much of a beer drinker. A San Francisco area French bulldog was recently found 600 miles away in Tijuana. Dog spring break! 
A woman in Thailand recently found a lump of whale vomit worth $185,000. Who's paying good money for whale vomit? A Sydney, Australia man is taking some heat after using his best friend's wedding as the setting to ask his girlfriend to marry him. Did he not just see what his friend went through? Ugh. Going through another great hockey season here in South Florida. It feels good, doesn't it? So, the Joe Rose Show. They touched base with Coach Quinville talking about the team's slow starts, the team's goaltending, and team leaders. We're going to talk to Joel Quinville, the head man of the Florida Panthers. Coach, you picked up a point last night, 3-2 loss in overtime to Carolina, but you've only lost consecutive games for the first time this season. This is it so far. That's I mean, your guys battle every night, so I'm sure you're upset about a loss, but it's a pretty good stat to have this season so far. Well, we got points in both games, and uh, last night looked like we had it, uh, you know, scoring late and then uh, giving up a late one. Uh, that was tough, but, hey, we're doing some good things. I like how we're competing. Uh, last night we had, for the most part, a pretty good game. Production came a little late, but certainly uh, some good things. The guys are working uh, as hard as you'd ever want, uh, so that's real positive. And, and uh, some close games, I mean, but Carolina's a good good club as well um, but to take points and uh, you know we're sorting the things out as we go along here but we played some good teams here and in, in, uh, in this recent stretch here and uh, at the end of the day we've been above 500 and I think that uh, that's progress. Coach I do want to ask you about that late goals uh, you have not scored I believe in the last three games in the first or second period but it had eight goals in the last three games in the third period how do you explain that? Is it just getting more comfortable, staying aggressive? What are your thoughts on, on how you get those numbers? Well, I like that we're not giving up a lot. I think that's the first and foremost. We play well defensively. we got a good chance. Even though we're not scoring, I think we're playing the right way. I, I know that we're still getting uh, enough scoring chances. not like we're dried up in, as far as generating offense. And then, uh, you know, then you get behind in the third period. You press, you play a little bit more aggressive and a little bit more of a uh, – change and the other team sits back a little bit more and uh you know we've really had some some great periods there and uh and great endings um so we'll take those periods and uh but i think part of that is you know you got an all-out press or when, when hockey we call out right. all-out pinch and that uh we hem them in a little bit more it's a little bit more aggressive floor check and more riskier involvement but we are coming up with some timely goals and uh and i think that's part of it but certainly uh you love to play with the lead. Uh, you have the lead. We, we've been pretty good with the lead. Um, unfortunately, we don't. Uh, we haven't had a lot of first period leads. And um, but I like how we don't change how we have to play uh, throughout most of the game. You know what's amazing, Coach, is you guys have actually. And, and I know you look at shots differently. You guys have been getting a lot of shots in these last few games. Nadelkovich last night had 44 saves in the game. So so you are getting a lot of opportunities and, and some pretty darn good ones at that. Is I guess it's just keep shooting the puck, boys, and we're, we're going to get some of them to fall earlier, huh? Well, obviously we'd like to score more. I think that uh, we're generating enough offense where we should be scoring at a higher rate. You know, but I think there's a way to score goals, and if we get a little bit more inside, a little bit more traffic, maybe there's more to come off of that. But, you know, you look at Horny, uh, Hornquist's uh, success uh, by being around the net. The rewards are there, um, but when we do get inside, it seems like the production probably has a higher quality or a better chance of going in. But we are doing some good things. Our defensemen are involved in our offense. Uh, you know, we get our shots through. There's a lot of different second looks that uh, can help uh, the offense as well. But we're, uh, you know, we're moving along here, and I still think that uh, we're getting some contributions in the offensive zone from all the lines, and I think that uh, helps our consistency in the game. How about how about the power play last night? I guess they blew the whistle. Um, what were your thoughts? 
in the in the first period? Well, you know, every power play is going to be different. I think you have stretches where everything goes in, and you have stretches where just you know, like the one uh, in the prior game where we're sitting there. Wow, that might have been the worst power play you ever saw. And uh, and you got a t- timely power play in the third period to get us uh, get us a point. And then uh, last night, uh, hey, some some uh, you generate a little bit four on threes or something that maybe you would think that uh, you know it's a great chance to score. Um, that one was uh, I got to give uh, Carolina credit. They were they're, they're as good as a team in the league as far as killing penalties. Don't give you any time, and they uh, you know got a multiple guys pressing you. It's a different look uh, for most teams. And, uh, you know, if you do get a look, you're probably going to get quality looks, but you don't get many. Vitrano over Hagee, another night where the new name guys, the new uh, additions to this team come through a little bit for you. It's got to be fun to see all these guys not kind of waiting around and just playing and being frontline guys for your team this year. Well, Barky, uh, you know, I think with the, with Hags and, uh, and Duclair on this line to start the season, that line uh, generated a ton, uh, didn't give up much. Uh, dangerous off the rush, dangerous in the zone, uh, had the puck a lot, good in their own end as well. But, uh, you know, Duclair's out for a little bit, put Frankie up there. Frankie's been hot lately as well, productive-wise. And uh, last night scored a huge goal for us as well. Uh, gives that line kind of comparable speed that Duke, the Duke has. And, uh, you know, I think Frankie's uh, he's one of those guys that generates quickness uh, and speed. He, can get, he creates uh, off the rush individually, and I think he's got uh, breakaway speed that uh, – is dangerous, and with those guys, all of a sudden, the third period, you can see that all of a sudden getting familiar with one another. That uh, you know, those guys were a threat off the rush in the zone. Uh, they were a handful to hang on to uh, for them, for sure. Coach, it looks like Big Bob's playing a, a little bit better. Do you feel that way in his last couple of starts? Real solid. Um, exactly. I, I know that uh, you're comfortable, you're confident that uh, – Gonna, he's going to make saves. At uh, one stretch we mentioned earlier about the shorthanded situation, like he placed uh, three breakaways in a row, kept us in the game at that time. Uh, but he just—he just seems like he's—he's he's, he's comfortable. He's a little bit more uh, on top of his crease or out top, you know, around the paint. Um, he's moved up a little bit, and patience is part of that as well. Uh, but I just think he's. Uh, you know, it's what it is. Uh, you know, he's a competitive guy. You know, he wants to he wants to have that net. He wants to play it. And right now, it's a pretty healthy situation. Uh, no matter who's in net, uh, you're comfortable with the, the goaltending, and uh, they give us a chance every night to do what we have to do is try to outscore him and getting points is part of that as well. Coach, just to follow up on this, I know we talk about it sometimes, so so don't get salty with me. Competition, <laughs> com- competition still, <laughs> competition still good for everybody. No matter what you make, and it and it's a pretty good motivation for most guys. Would you agree? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. We're gay, but you got to admit that we like our team this year. We feel like we're very competitive, and I think that competition, uh, whether it's individually, collectively as a line, or to get more quality ice time, uh, to stay in the lineup, uh, to get the net, uh, you know, to get more time in the special teams units. I think that's all part of uh, being players. Everybody wants to play more, and everybody wants more quality ice time. Um, and I think on a merit basis, uh, that enhances, uh, that makes the decisions for us most times. You know, I think that's that's a healthy environment to have, and, and the players like it too. Yeah, and when you got thirty points, listen, it's a lot easier for the coach when he's making decisions. If a guy's not out there all the time, what's he going to say? Like, hey, we'd be a lot better with me out there. I mean, we're, you're out there in first place. It, it's kind of hard to to uh, to argue with that. By the way, I, I want to ask you a follow up to uh, Hornquist. I always I hear our guys always talking um, TV and radio 
about his presence in the locker room. And you, you've heard all the good locker room guys. What is it about this guy from keeping them loose to yapping to everybody? And, and they just always talk about and rave about him being a real unique guy. Not just what he's done on the on the ice, but but in that in that locker room, he brings accountability. Um, you know, I think there's a purpose behind uh, basically how you everybody can approach the game, and he has a no nonsense type of an attitude, um, almost like the coach. Where uh, you know he, he likes to that we either do things right, do things hard, do things consistent. Um, he reinforces that and how he competes on the ice as well. So I think that's a healthy uh, situation. Yeah. You know, I think leaders, everybody leads by different ways. Some leaders are uh, screamers, yellers, or some are some are doers. Um, I would say he's uh, demonstrative and is uh, you know how, how he uh, what he says, what he does. Uh, but he goes to the hard areas. He plays a hard game. But I think it's a positive thing for our team, knowing it's uh, we're, we're in, in, in the right manner. That uh, hey, we're we're, yeah. we're not accepting anything but the best, and let's go. Well, I just wanted to almost follow up with that and say, can you tell that there's a different kind of confidence in the locker room this year, considering what it was last year? Is there is it different? Well, different or not, I think it's more uh, consistent, um, game in, game out. I think we're playing a faster game. There's we seem like we're skating harder. Relentless is probably my favorite word in our in our league, uh, and I think that uh, we're we're taking on that uh, that adjective very well. And I think uh, playing with that type of uh, all out type of an effort, good things are going to happen. You know, we got rewarded three straight games. Um, obviously, we don't like playing from behind, but I think that uh, that appetite uh, it's fun when everybody has it because uh, that's the new standard. And uh, and in our league. Uh, you know, there's no nights off and, and no shifts off, even though we got a busy schedule, no excuses, and uh, finding a way to go all out is part of it. Well, listen, Coach, uh, it's been great, and I know you guys are getting ready to hit the road for five, starting in Nashville and stuff, and, boy, you've been playing a lot of games in a short period of time. Keep it going, and, and thanks for finding some time, Coach, this morning for us. We appreciate thanks, it. Coach. Keep it rolling. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. You got to feel some good mojo going with the hockey in South Florida. It's nice and hot outside and cold on the ice. Greeny, he's keeping it cool with Ryan Clark. That you believe if Russell Wilson finds his way to New Orleans, that team wins the Super Bowl, yes? 100%. Ooh, Saints Super Bowl. That and more next here on 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Five sixty, the Joe Radio Rewind, running back some of the best you've heard here on Five Sixty over the past twenty four hours. I am Dan Day, always on social media at Dan Day Radio, and always trying to keep an ear out for my man Greeny, especially when he's talking to some of my fellow LSU alumni. Ryan Clark and I actually matriculated together at LSU on campus at the same time. Student media interviewing Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark and I just whooped it up sometimes. He's whooping it up with Greeny right now, talking about Russell Wilson plus New Orleans Saints equals Super Bowl. Keep talking. Also, about running QBs. I call this man by two different letters. R.C. Ryan Clark, who jumps in with me on ESPN Radio. Hello again, Ryan Clark. What's up, my guy? I feel like I just left you, man. Well, exactly, because you did. Just leave me. We were just talking to each other on TV, (laughs) and I want to tell everybody before we get into anything else, I was telling R.C., because no one loves Eddie Murphy or the movie Coming to America more than I do, except maybe Ryan Clark, that there was this fantastic (laughs) interview 
in the New York Times over the weekend with Eddie and Arsenio Hall talking about that movie. It is coming out this Friday. How would you describe your level of excitement and enthusiasm about the pending release of the sequel to to Coming to America? Greeny, my level of excitement is when the loyal citizen of Zamunda saw Akeem in the bathroom at the basketball game. That's my level of excitement. I'm bowing in the bathroom. I'm chasing him down the hall. I'm taking off my hat, and I'm taking pictures. That's how excited I am, Greeny. Listen, this is something we've all been waiting for that I actually thought would never happen. And so for me, and you know, I'm a TV guy, so for me to get this opportunity, bro, I'm going to be locked in on Friday night. I cannot wait. You are a TV guy. I'll take people behind the scenes of something else as well. Ryan does TV with me regularly, and he's as good as anybody we have at ESPN. And during every every time we go to a commercial break, I noticed you're always just kind of looking down, almost looking down into your lap. And I remember one time I asked you, what are you doing? And as it turns out, you have the iPad there. And at that time, you were just watching Last Dance over and over and over again because you were obsessed <laughs> yeah. with that. But you're just watching stuff in commercial breaks. Well, Greeny, you know what happens, man? Like, if... if I mean, anybody who ever watches Get Up when I'm on, they know that a lot of my analogies and a lot of the, a lot of the things I point to for metaphors are from movies or are from TV shows. And so a lot of times during the breaks, like, I just watch stuff. And, you know, I was obsessed with The Last Dance, obviously. I've seen it 14 times. I'm probably going to watch it again at some point in the next few weeks. And so my new thing, Greeny, and what I'm watching now is The Shield. I'm not sure if you ever watched that, mm-hmm. but – I tweet about stuff a lot. And so people told me to watch the show. It's absolutely amazing. And I'm, I'm addicted to, 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 to Vince Mackey and I'm excited about watching that, but you know, last dance or roll around again. And as the season gets a little closer, I'll have some more movies and TV series analogies to bring the culture Wednesday. Okay. Fair enough. Cause we look forward to those. Like we look forward to nothing else. Let's get down to business. Ryan Clark with me here. You said on TV this morning, that you believe if Russell Wilson finds his way to New Orleans, that team wins the Super Bowl, yes? 100%. I mean, and and I think, you know, so many fans of New Orleans and so many fans of Drew Brees have not wanted to face reality. And the reality is when you get outdueled by Kirk Cousins, when you have three interceptions against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and some of these things happen, you start to realize that the reason New Orleans Saints hadn't made a Super Bowl in the last few years is Drew Brees. And yes, you can point to the missed call on on Roby Coleman, or you can point to the Minneapolis miracle, but Drew Brees wasn't the same guy late in seasons the last three or four years. And if you have Russell Wilson with that type of protection, with those type of weapons, and the level of defensive play that the New Orleans Saints have displayed the last few years, that team's not just a Super Bowl contender. Contender, That team wins the Super Bowl. And so if you get Russ at this point of his career, still in his prime, with the, the, the team being what it is in New Orleans, Sean Payton being one of the best offensive coaches in football, that team wins the Super Bowl. And if I'm the New Orleans Saints, I'm exploring every option and anything that I can do to get him in the black and gold as soon as possible. Yeah, and to illustrate your point, I mean, Breeze with seven touchdowns and seven picks, in their last four playoff losses and averaged only six yards in attempt. So, yes, he clearly had been diminished in a way that maybe Brady has not been, and maybe that has been a problem there. So you love Russell Wilson to New Orleans. You did not love the idea of Russell Wilson to Dallas. Why? Well, because I think I think you, you have to look at, uh, at, at war, right? You have to look at wins over over above replacement. And right. 
I don't know if Russell Wilson is necessarily that much of an upgrade over a young Dak in the sense that it makes the Dallas Cowboys a Super Bowl contender. I just don't think he he moves that organization forward as much as he would the Saints right now compared to whether it's Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. And I think the best thing for the Dallas Cowboys would be to get Dak signed. The best thing for the Dallas Cowboys would be to have a guy in his fifth year of ball or his sixth year of ball knowing that for the next three or four years, he's your quarterback. And I think that's what they need to do. Um, When you look at Dak and his trajectory as a player, right, as an individual, you know, you take away the team accomplishments. It's much like what Russell Wilson was. Right, drafted in the third round, nobody expected Russell Wilson to be the starting quarterback when they had just given Matt Flynn ten million guaranteed. But he was. He played extremely well. He earned the next contract. Uh, look at Dak Prescott as well. He's drafted in the fourth round. You expect Tony Romo to be your quarterback because of injuries. He's not. And Dak Prescott has been the best quarterback of his draft class, even though Jared Goff and Carson Wentz were drafted one two. And so I think that that having Dak Prescott to me in Dallas is better for the long-term future of the Dallas Cowboys than it would to go out and chase Russell Wilson. I do too. So, and Ryan Clark is with me here. So I think that, and you think that, but I think it has become increasingly evident that the, the one person who ultimately makes that decision doesn't. And that, I, I don't have any better explanation for why this has gotten where it is than that for whatever reason, Jerry Jones just isn't as in on it as you are and I am, and it seems almost everybody else is. Yeah, 100%. Like, isn't that why we're having the conversation? Yeah. Obviously, if Dak Prescott is signed to a deal two years ago or signed to a deal last offseason, we aren't even talking about this. We understand that Dak Prescott is seen and viewed as the franchise quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. But because of Jerry Jones' hesitancy to give him the deal that he's been wanting, that's why we're having this conversation. And that's why Dan Orlowski comes on TV and says, hey, you know what? This is a deal you should make. Dan Graziano says, you know what? Monetarily, it's the smarter decision. But I just don't think it is. Why Jerry Jones doesn't want to commit to Dak Prescott in the way that we want him to, I will never have a clue, right? I will never understand that. But you're absolutely right, Greeny. The reason that this is even a deal is because Jerry Jones doesn't seem to think as highly of Dak Prescott as the Dallas Cowboys quarterback as we do. One more thing for you, RC. Again, Ryan Clark is with me here on ESPN Radio on the Goodyear Hotline. Um, I've already turned my attention a little bit to the draft, and part of the reason for that is like like my team is <laughs> picking second and all the rest of that, and you're looking at these quarterbacks. And I think one of the most interesting questions that will be answered here, if we look at the kid from Alabama, Mac Jones, Orlovsky said to me 15 years ago, he's the first pick in this draft, or at worst, he's second. He's, he's Matt Ryan waiting to happen all over again. But with the way the game is played now, if he doesn't have the ability to, quote, make plays with his legs, I think that I, I hear people suggesting, well, you can't play quarterback in the NFL in this day and age if you can't do that. What do you think? What do you think of him as a prospect? And why do you think of the idea that the sport has gone all the way to a place where if a guy can't make plays running with the football, he pretty much can't play the position anymore? Well, I mean, tell me the guy in the last five years drafted extremely early who can't make plays with his legs or at least extend plays who we consider a superstar who we consider an organization mover an organization changer there isn't a guy at that position that we feel that way I mean I would even go back to Tom Brady obviously Tom Brady has built up enough enough 
emotional equity in us that now he can go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and win a championship because of the leadership, because of the understanding, because of the moxie, because of the experience. But Tom Brady, the the guy that won the first two Super Bowls in New England, he doesn't get this Tampa Bay team to a Super Bowl. This Tampa Bay team is not a Super Bowl champion with that Tom Brady. And so when I look at Mac Jones, I look at him and I say, you know what, when you have uh, Devontae Smith, when you have uh, Najee Harris in the backfield, when you have the best offensive line and all of these pieces around you, you have an extremely exceptional senior year of quarterback play at the University of Alabama. But he isn't Joe Burrow, right? He isn't Justin Herbert. And so when we look at those guys and the success that they had last year, both of those players could create plays with their legs. Both of those players could extend plays and give his team second play opportunities offensively. And I just don't necessarily think Mac Jones can do that. Do I think he can make the requisite reads in the pocket and the throws that are need to be made? Absolutely. If the guys are open, if he has that opportunity, I just don't think he makes your offense better beyond the X's and O's. And that's what we're looking for in top five picks at the quarterback position. I think you're right. And actually Hembo just gave me the list here. Among all the quarterbacks drafted in the last five years, the ones who have the best numbers are, in this order, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, and Kyler Murray. You would describe all of them as, at minimum, mobile, and most of them as extraordinarily mobile. And so maybe that yeah, is absolutely. That's just what football is at this point. All right, RC, we will. if you want to do one of these, I don't do this, but my daughter does it all the time where I guess there's, there's this function where you can watch something together. Like you can mutually, I think it's on, on Netflix. You can like watch something at the same time and you can like comment to each other. If you want to do that Friday, oh, we watch coming to America, I'm bro. in, I mean, I'm in, I'm not, I'm listening. No one's looking forward to this. Maybe you are, but I don't know anyone else looking forward to this more than I am. I'm so excited. Okay. We will, hey man, we can do that. Let's get it done. Greeny. We man. will hook that up. Okay. Excellent. RC. Thank you. We will talk later in the week. Yes, sir. Ryan Clark, great on the gridiron, great in real life. Great interview, too. Great LSU Tiger. What else can I say? Hawk and Crowder, they always got something. But this was, t- you know, hey, Tua, happy birthday. Listen to Hawkman and Crowder. So maybe he's listening. And so I wanted, you know, I kind of want to ingratiate ourselves with him and the show. Going to get down with Hawk and Crowder next here on 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Five sixty, the Joe Radio Rewind, running back some of the best you've heard here on Five Sixty over the past twenty-four hours. I am Dan Day on a Tuesday, a Tua's Day. Happy birthday to a Tangavaloa Hawk and Crowd. They're celebrating Tua's birthday, but first, a little bit of supersonic. Well, now, how can you expect us to do a radio show if you're gonna fire off supersonic at the beginning? There's a jam in there. Oh my god, I just want to listen to this song. This is JJ Fad. Supersonic. I gotta look this up. You know this song, Solana? Yeah, of course. This is a all time banger. No? no, I really do. This was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Rap Performance. How about that? It's a jam now. It still still makes it on about 145 in the club. That's right. Recorded 87, released in 1988. Yeah. Mm. Five. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. J. 
JJ Fad. Wow. All right. Well, I was going to start the show with uh, happy birthday wishes for Tua Tonga Vailoa. I mean, Ooh, could 19? it be more appropriate that his uh, birthday is on a Tua's day? Hey, there we go. Huh? <laughs> he was at the Panthers game last night. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, my, I saw. I saw him at um the Homestead 400. Yeah, so he, uh, you were in the suite next to him at Homestead, and then uh, he was in a suite last night for the Panthers game. They had a little birthday cake for Tua Tagovailoa, and so I, uh, you know, I sent out the tweets before the show started from the 560 and the 790 Twitter accounts, and 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 I tagged Tua, and you know, the tweets always ask everyone to listen starting at two o'clock to Hockman and Crowder. But this was, t- you know, hey, Tua, happy birthday. Listen to Hockman and Crowder. So maybe he's listening. And so I wanted, you know, I kind of want to ingratiate ourselves with him and the show. And, you know, we thought we'd play a couple of, of Tua celebratory songs because it's his birthday. And uh, and we want him to know that we're, we're Team Tua, um, unless Deshaun's available. But for the most part, we are Team Tua or Russell Wilson. But that's it. There's two guys. <laughs> Watson, to, and what? Yeah, Watson and, okay. and Russell. That's it. Two guys got a large team. It's okay. And sure, we loved Ryan Fitzpatrick too. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick. But whatever, we love Tua, <laughs> and we want to wish you a happy birthday. Solo was it Solo D and Smiles was the other dude's name. Smiles. Smiled. Solo D. What was the name of the song? Do you remember? Was Tua, Tua time. Tua time. Tua time for your. What is he? Twenty three. I think. Twenty three years old. Jordan year. 23 years old. Happy birthday to Atanga Vailoa. Here is Miami local artist Solo D and Smiles with a little Tua time. City rise. A little early, it's a bit surprising. Yeah. Business moves, now we enterprise. Yeah. Switch it up, now we improvise. Go to get in the winter column. Whole squad been trained to go. Fence for life, we throw the foe. Singing this just to welcome bro. Who that? Two a time, two a time. Time to grind, time to shine. Two a time, two a time. Two a time, two a time. Two a time, two a time. Time to grind, time to shine. Two a time, two a time. Two a time, two a time. My intuition told me this. To trust the coach, he holds a gift. He knowin' when to go with fit. So we know and when to switch. This year we got the golden pick. Time to see what that pick about. Bad vibes get sent out. Only fans up in this house. We been waiting, yeah, we been patient. Now it's time to cash out, no discount. Super Bowl, yeah, we in rock. I don't know when, but it's close. I don't want to overhype, but I just know I like it. So excited. League on notice now. You should know the rise. They say two are from that rock. Shout out to some more. And now it's time to lay the smack down. You think he Dwayne Johnson. Time to be the people's champ. Be a good song, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a it's good right. to a song. Solo D's good, though, man. It's, it's, he, he doesn't do parodies. He makes real no. songs. <laughs> yeah, no, and he does them like he's got to write and produce and uh, record his songs in a week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he gets the word that, that Tua is starting. He's got to have a Tua song out in a couple of days. Yeah. So Solo, yeah. Solo D is a local treasure. I imagine Kyle Van Noy is like, let me see what's going on on sports radio, see what they're saying about me. Like, to a time, to a time. He's like, damn it. <laughs> what the hell? Are you going to miss Kyle? I won't miss Kyle, and I'm a defensive guy. I, I, I thought he was good. I, I don't, like, it. Like if they had 
kept him, I wouldn't have said, why are they paying Kyle Van Noy? I wouldn't have had that feeling at all. He had a couple games where he balled out, I thought. I, I don't, like, it doesn't hit me either way. You said a couple, I would say one. He had that three-sack game. He had, he had that had one after that. That was he had that uh, one three-sack game. He had six sacks all season, so he played right. fourteen games. One was three sacks. The other thirteen was three. They paid him to be the pass rusher that we needed. I, who Agba Agba overshadowed him ridiculously this year. I uh, and 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 I would imagine too that he came here because of Brian Flores, right? And I would imagine the 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 sales pitch was, hey, you know. I'm here. I'm creating something. Like he's got. I'm guessing he's pissed. Did you see what Barry Jackson wrote in the Herald? Look, I gotta find it. Looked to me like he was kind of pissed here. Barry Jackson in the Miami Herald says uh, Kyle Van Noy cut by the Dolphins today releases statement saying he is surprised and disappointed in their decision to release him. Per source with direct knowledge, Dolphins never even broached the idea of a contract restructure with Van Noy. Simply wanted to move on and save cap space. Ended up paying him $15 million for one year of work. He ain't mad about that either. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I got 15 mil. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm imagining that he had more than one suitor last year. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm sure, I don't so. know, he's, gonna get, he's, gonna, he's not going to be on the market that long. He's right, but I'm just saying quick. he chose to go to Miami, and I'm guessing specifically because of Brian Flores and, and you know, whatever. It didn't work out. Uh, but still, that brings us to our next Tua Tagovailoa song because it's his birthday today. Jim Barry from CBS Four. He can throw it down as well. This song is for Tua Tagovailoa. Dolphins want you to show that you got quarterback skills to set the league on fire. Cause ain't a dolphin done that since Marino retired. Frustrated fans want to return to glory. They believe in Flores and they like your story. Raised in Hawaii, purebred Samoan, groomed in Alabama, and they like how you was throwing. Falling like a surefire number one pick until you landed too hard and busted your hip. Dislocated, but now you're relocated to Miami cause the fins say you're a chance worth taking. Understand, man. We've seen quarterbacks. Right. I think we get the idea. Happy birthday to a Tonga Vailoa at the Panthers game. He got a great ovation at the Panthers game last night. As great an ovation as a uh, as you can have when there's five thousand people there and not, you know, fifteen thousand. But um yeah, it was uh, it was cool to see it, and it was cool to hear the story yesterday of uh, you being in the suite next to him. Did you give him like a you know a player nod, like you know the player to player nod? He was very deep. His uh and that, it, the whole the whole family now you can tell they're all related. His brother looks just like him. He's, yeah. He seems like his younger brother looks just like him. Same hairdo, same body type. His dad was there. His mom, you know, we saw them draft night. Uncles, aunts, they had about four kids inside the suite playing. He he had a crew with them. So gotcha. I, I gave me, me and the daddy had a little fist bump in the hallway, but I didn't oh, talk to him. Oh, very much. nice. Very yeah. nice. All right. So we're making I think we're making a little headway with Tua. This might be the first first Dolphins quarterback that we get on the air with us. <laughs> and since, I, I, I haven't I, I don't think we've had one. Yeah, I was going to say, I was today years old the last time we had a quarterback <laughs> had from a, the Dolphins. Yeah, so we're, I think we're making headway here. Making headway on Tua's birthday, Hawk and Crowder, weekdays from 2 to 6. It is a Tuesday, that means I'm heading out of here and heading straight to the downtowner in Fort Lauderdale where I host trivia every Tuesday night at 7.30. If you ever want to join, 
Come on by. I'll be there yelling into a microphone and running all over the place, handing out free beer. Oh, yeah, it's a thing. Trivia and free beer. They go together. If you have any questions, hit me up on my social media, at Dan Day Radio. I went to the gym earlier today. I've been trying to get more tone and more muscular. I'm already really, really skinny, so it's not really, really working. Maybe I need to go home and just eat huge plates of fried chicken. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I won't, but I can promise you one thing. I'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock for another edition of 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.